Hello, race fans. Welcome to a, a new episode of NASCAR Talk. I uh, really just kind of wanted to come to you guys today and, and kind of talk a little bit about um, Kyle Larson winning the uh, Cup Series Championship, uh, what that kind of means, and kind of just, just statistically where that kind of ranks when you think about NASCAR champions and NASCAR history and, and all that, uh, so on and so forth. Um, so what we saw this year from Kyle Larson was just an absolute uh, stellar season. Just, you know, very, um, he was just dominant. It didn't even matter what type of track. He was dominant across multiple different types, whether it was um, a short track, road course, uh, mile and a half. It really didn't matter. Larson was just good pretty much everywhere he went this year, which is really um, incredible. And it's it's not something that we we get to see as much, and at least we don't get to see that necessarily turn into a championship. Because, like, for example, when we think of um, Denny Hamlin and Kevin Harvick last year, they both dominated the season and won a bunch of races. But then whenever it was time for the championship, neither one was able to capitalize and turn their stellar seasons into anything. But what we were able to see from Kyle Larson is not only a dominant season, um, regular season, and chase – but we were able to see, you know, a final kind of, you know, year-end cap with him coming in and taking, you know, his first championship. And, you know, when we think about what we saw at Phoenix, we didn't really see um, a very dominant race by Larson, uh, we, which, I mean, and Larson wasn't even that dominant back at the previous race at Phoenix this year. I mean, we, you know, the previous race, Martin Truex Jr. won. Um, but, you know, Larson was able to take advantage of a really good pit stop by his pit crew that basically won him the championship. Um, when we think about the race itself, um, Chase Elliott had been really good through uh, different parts of the race, and then Martin Truex Jr. had been, good, had been good as well during parts of the race. Larson had kind of been lurking, but had never really been the, the number one guy, I guess you could say, at least the person with the best car. I mean, he definitely didn't of the four title contenders. He definitely didn't have the best car um, on Sunday. Um, but that, you know, thanks to his pit crew, that didn't really uh, stop him. Um, you know, and, and even towards the end, we even saw Denny Hamlin kind of begin to put together something, but at the end of the day, it just didn't work out for him. Um, and what we saw from Kyle Larson was just getting that clean air on that, you know, late race restart where, you know, he came into the pits fourth. His pit crew had the second fastest pit stop that they'd had of the season. And then he comes out first. And I think really that clean air. And honestly, too, Kyle Larson is just that great of a driver as well. He's just, he's very talented. But just giving that car clean air really, um, I think, was able to, to help him out and basically, you know, help give him the championship. And then also it helps that there really wasn't any – I mean, you know, that, that last caution happened with, like, 25, 28 to go. Um, so, I mean, it was late race, but compared to, like, a green-white checkered like we saw in the Xfinity um, Series championship race, you know, it's not quite the same. Um, but still, it was a good end. Um, you know, I, I, I struggle. I have almost, like, a love-hate relationship with the current point standings, like the way we, we do the end-of-the-season points with the whole – you know, um, playoffs and knockout rounds and, and all that stuff. I have a love-hate relationship with it just because, you know, there have been seasons where guys who had better seasons, regular seasons, they came into the playoffs, maybe had a bad race or two and got eliminated, and then somebody won a championship who really didn't ha wasn't that great throughout the season, but they were able to put together just a couple of good races at the end of the year 
and win a championship. So because of that, I've had kind of a love-hate relationship, but I was really glad to see Kyle Larson win the title because, I mean, when we look at what he's been able to do statistically this year, uh, I mean, it's one of the best seasons we've seen in a long time by a championship driver, which really leads me to where I want to kind of uh, direct the conversation is, you know, where does Kyle Larson's championship stack up when we think of previous champions and previous champion um, runs? You know, where does his kind of rank? Because Kyle Larson either tied or broke three um, records this year, Um, one being that he was the first person since Dale Earnhardt um, in 1987, first person to win uh, three consecutive races twice in two different parts of the season. So Kyle Larson went three in a row at one point in the season, and then later on in the season he went three in a row again. Um, nobody's been able to do that since Dell Sr. did it in his 1987 championship win season. Um, the next thing was that Kyle Larson actually broke the record um, for most laps led in a 36-race season. Um, because, you know, NASCAR, the season's lengths have, have uh, varied over the years. You know, we've had 33-race seasons. We've had 36-race seasons, which is what we have now. We've even had, you know, 29 race seasons. And, you know, just they've varied over the decades. Um, But, you know, over the last, I don't know, uh, 20, 20, 25 years or so, we've had 36 race seasons. And the previous record was uh, held by Jeff Gordon um, with, let's see here, 2,320 laps led across the entire season. And Larson broke that. Um, So he broke a 20-year record and extended it to now having 2,581 laps led on the year this year out of about 9,000, which when you think about that, that means he almost led like, what, a third of the races? Almost led like a third of all of the laps ran the entire season. Uh, So that's pretty um, statistically pretty crazy. Um, So Larson set a new record for that. And I will say that the original record that was held by Jeff Gordon, that was actually a championship year for Gordon in 01. That was his last championship. Um, And then the other thing that Kyle Larson did this year is that he is the first person to have a double-digit win season since Jimmy Johnson did in 2007. Um, Jimmy won 10 races in 2007, and that is the first time Kyle's uh, 10-race win season this season is the first time that anybody has won 10 races in a season since 2007. And that was also Jimmy Johnson's second championship year. So as you can see, based off of the pattern that I've been telling you, the, the, the statistics that Larson has either matched or topped were all held by drivers uh, not, only cha- not only previous champions, but uh, drivers during their championship years when they set these, these, these uh, records and uh, statistics. So when you think about it, it's like, okay, well then where does Larson's season, where does this year stack up? Because it was so dominant, and it's not something that we've seen in a, in a very long time. You know, where does it rank when you think of, um, you know, great seasons? Where does this one, and, and, and great championship years, where does this one rank? And, I mean, you know, Considering that, you know, nobody's won 10 races since 2007, I think you almost have to kind of start there as, okay, what did that 2007 season look like? And when you look at Jimmy Johnson's numbers, he had 10 wins, 20 top fives, 24 top tens. When you look at Kyle Larson's season, he had uh, 
this year he had 10 wins, 20 top fives, just like Jimmy, and then 26 top tens. So he, so Kyle basically had the same numbers as Jimmy. Well, okay, here's one difference. Um, Jimmy led uh, 1,290 laps, whereas opposed to Kyle Larson's 2,500 or yeah, 2,581 laps. Um, so when you think about that, they were overall pretty close in numbers, except for. Uh, Kyle Larson had two more top tens and then pretty much led double the amount of laps that Jimmy led. That's uh, basically the um, primary differences between the two. But otherwise, the 07 championship year from Jimmy and then Kyle Larson's you know, championship year this year are pretty, pretty close, pretty similar. Um, so you really have to, to look back there. If you really want to take it back a little bit further, you could go to Jeff Gordon's 1998 championship season in which he won 13 races and had 26 top fives and 28 top tens, um, which, I mean, statistically, that would be a better season for Jeff Gordon as opposed to uh, Kyle Larson's year this year. Um, but, you know, when we look back through the history and especially championship years, you know, hitting those double-digit wins that's not something that you see as much now. Now, you know, when you go back into the 90s and maybe even the 80s, um, you know, you'll, you'll see those kinds of things periodically. But, you know, really in the last 20 years, we just haven't seen it. Um, you know, Jimmy did it in 2007 with 10 wins. And then before that, the closest I could find was Jeff Gordon's 1998 season where he got uh, 13 so there's only Kyle Larson's championship year this year is only the third time that a champion has has hit ten wins, um, in the last what let's see here, uh, twenty three years or so ish, uh, basically twenty three years. There's only been three double digit win champions in twenty three years. That's 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 not a lot uh, when you think about it. Um, so when you think about where does Larson's championship year match up with, you know, where it kind of ranks, it's definitely um, the best one of, I mean, it's definitely the best season since Jimmy's 2007 season. You could definitely make a valid case since he does have two more top tens and he has double the amount of laps led that it might be the, the most dominant season we've seen since Jeff Gordon's 1998 season. Um, you know, you can debate. Uh, <laughs> What what you where you stand on that? Um, but I mean, you could definitely make a, a pretty valid case that Larson's twenty twenty one championship season uh, is the most dominant season we've seen since nineteen ninety eight. Um, but th- definitely the two thousand and seven season, in my opinion, is a strong second. I don't think it quite just because of the top tens and the laps led. I'm going to lean more towards Kyle Larson for having a better, uh, more dominant title season. Um, but, you know, you could make the case for Jimmy if you wanted to. Um, but I think when we look at what uh, Kyle did this year, it's the most dominant season we've seen in 23 years, which is uh, really just a testament to his abilities as a driver to the Hendrick Motorsports organization. I mean, this is Rick Hendrick's 14th championship. I mean, that's like the mo- that, is, that is the most championships by owner by a very uh, wide margin. <laughs> I mean... I was trying to think of even who was in second, and I'm thinking maybe second place is like maybe six or seven championships from an owner. So Rick Hendrick basically leads the amount of championships by owner by about double 
so that just gives you a sense right there and just how dominant that organization is. Um, so what, you know, Kyle Larson and Cliff Daniels and Rick Hendrick were able to do this year was just uh, nothing short of stellar. Um, just a, a great year for them. They were, they were able to, you know, execute um, all season long. And, you know, it's good to see, in my opinion, I like to see whoever is the best all season long. That's who, you know, that's who, in my opinion, who I want to see uh, take the championship because that's the person who deserves it, in my opinion. Um, you know, sure, excitement and, and unpredictability is nice, you know, but at the same time, if somebody's dominated all season long, I think they've pretty much earned the right to be called a champion. And so, I, I mean, I think when you look at Kyle Larson's season, um, he definitely deserves uh, his, his championship and has definitely proven that, you know, he, he is definitely uh, the next big thing uh, for sure. Um, so when we think about what Larson's done this year, it's been really good. So congratulations to him, uh, to Rick Hendrick, to Cliff Daniels, to that organization. Um, you know, there, there are a lot of other things and other uh, driver seasons that I would like to get into breaking down, um, but I'm going to save that for future episodes because I think, you know, those, those need to have their own times. Um, but I really just wanted to focus on what we saw, saw from Kyle Larson um, and from his team. You know, we, we saw a, a team that did not have the, the, the best car at Phoenix because Larson never led a lot in Phoenix. He didn't lead much. I mean, he led the last 30 laps, and there might have been another, you know, short period of time during the race when he did. But, you know, he really did not um, – he did not have the best car. Um, but what we saw was a stellar pit stop by his team, and that is really what gave him the clean air and the track position to to take a championship, uh, which is good to see that this was really a team effort. This was not a just the driver did this kind of deal. This was a team effort. If it, if it, were, if it was not for the pit crew, Kyle Larson would not be the champion because he did not have the car to go from fourth to first. That's for sure. Um, but that just shows you, you know, the hard work and why it's so important not only to have a good driver and a good uh, crew chief, but to have a good pit crew because your pit crew can do a lot of things for you that, you know, is going to be a lot harder to do on the track. So, uh, you know, just a, a stellar, a stellar, a stellar drive from that team um, at Phoenix. So uh, that that's that's going to be all for today. Um, you know, I'll be coming back to you all soon with other breakdowns and other analyses from the, uh, other, um, some of the other playoff contenders, some of the different things I saw, especially, um, Denny Hamlin's, uh, yet again, choke of not being able to take home a championship after another opportunity basically missed for him. Um, but I'll tackle that in a later episode. Uh, so thank you all for watching. Definitely want to, uh, want to uh, thank RacingReference.com for their statistics. If you ever uh, are interested and want to look into NASCAR statistics for any driver, track, season, whatever, RacingReference.com has absolute fantastic stats to be able to look at and get the numbers. So I wanted to uh, give a shout out to them. Um, for, you know, helping me with gathering these statistics for uh, this episode. So uh, thank you all for watching and have a great day. Thank you.